Welcome to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. What's your train wreck? Everyone has one. The question is, are you going to live there or are you just visiting? Let's check in with Mary Fran and Kristen to learn how to come through not broken, but brilliant. resilient listeners. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the show. Before we dive into the super cool interview today, we wanted to welcome you to this special series of the Brilliantly Resilient Summer of Reading. We have had so many amazing guests on who are brilliant authors and who share their wisdom with you through their written words. And we wanted to find a way to promote them and give you some really awesome stuff to read. So we are doing the Summer of Reading giveaways. Woo! <laughs> if you head on over to brilliantlyresilient.net, you can get the sign up for the download. If you head over to Instagram, we're doing a whole big Insta promotion there. Every week we will be giving away one of the books. And this whole summer, we will be bringing these authors back to you to hear what their books are about and what they've been up to. You're going to love this list. I mean, we were blown away putting it together. We've got New York Times bestsellers, Wall Street Journal list toppers, the biggest awards in the different industries, those winners. Who knew? We know some brilliant people. And now you get to know them too and read their books. So like Mary Fran said, head on over to brilliantlyresilient.net, get the list and go to Instagram, follow at brilliantlyresilient. We'll see you all summer long. Hey everybody in the Brilliantly Resilient tribe, welcome to another special episode of our Summer of Resilient Reading. We are all smiles. We are ignited and fired up because we have our buddy, John Lee Dumas, in the house to talk about his super cool, amazing book that is taking the world by storm, a culmination of years of the Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast. Every lesson JLD has learned, he is spoon feeding it to us in the common path to uncommon success. JLD, thanks for being here with me and MFB. I am fired up. I do feel like we are great friends of old. So it's always great to jump back on with you ladies, drop a couple of value bombs and just check in and see how everything's going in the world. Love well, it. I, I have to tell you, as you saw, when, we, when you first jumped in, I'm like, I got all my little sticky thingies here. You <laughs> had me, you know how it was in Jerry Maguire, you had me at hello. You had me at page one. Because I was like, oh, my God, this is exactly the stuff that we that we talk about. So, I mean, first of all, let's get into why you decided to write the book. And then I want to get into a couple of your your brilliance pieces here. Thank you. Well, I'm excited. And I can say, you know, very authentically and genuinely like that is the best book ever written on business. And the reason why I can say that is it's not my brain. It's not my genius at all. It's just the culmination of the 3000 geniuses I've interviewed over a decade. I took their brain power and put it all into this one 17 step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment, which allows me to just talk very honestly about it. And when I have people like yourself, who I really respect you know, with all these bookmarks and are sharing all these great things about it. Like it really means the world. So thank you. Well, I love it. I love that, that it's, I want people to just, I want to land on for a second. That is the common path. So it's things that were repeated over and over and over again to the uncommon 
success, the, the stratospheric success that not lots of people will follow through and do. So I wanted to land on that for a second, that it was the over and over. And, and I'm guessing, JLD, as you were hearing all these interviews, you know, at some point, did you say, hmm, I heard that from that person and that person and that person, maybe they're going, maybe this is something that we should uh, repeat. Absolutely. I mean, there were just so many commonalities, so many clues that were all coming from the same place. And it just made me realize that, listen, this path to success that my guests have been on, it's not secret. It's not hidden. It's not all over the place and crazy. It is very common. So people get so overwhelmed early in their journey because they just look at where people are at their endpoints. They look at people where they are today, their current success. And they just assumed that their journey was, you know, this unbelievably lucky, hidden secret, you know, amazing, you know, just absolute, like all these things happen perfectly. And none of that is true. Every single person who I've interviewed in the past decade, over 3000 of them have all followed a very simple and common path. Now, they've all busted their little booties. It is hard flipping <laughs> work. Yeah. What I like to say, ladies, is, you know, it's hard work, or I should at least say it's hard to wake up every morning and not live up to your potential. Like it is hard to be broke. It's hard to live paycheck to paycheck. Like that's hard too. And I, I experienced that for six years of my life post-military. So I'm just asking you, the reader and the viewer of this video right now, to choose your hard. Like which hard do you want to choose? Bust your butt on fulfilling your dream or wake up every day and live another very hard, difficult life of not fulfilling what you know you're capable of fulfilling. Nice. That's, nice. that's amazing. I know Mary Fran was, was pulling out some of the commonalities between yeah. that roadmap and what we talk about in living brilliantly resilient. Yeah. And actually, as I said, you got me from page one because you said the first mistake people make is that their big idea can be something they're just passionate about. <laughs> I love this. I love muffins. I'll open a bakery. I love muffins. Let me open a bakery. And then all of a sudden, I hate muffins. Because guess what? All you're doing is not only just making muffins, but you're running a, you know, a store, hiring employees, buying ingredients, you know, having to deal with customers. And like all of a sudden you've taken something that you're passionate and excited about and you've turned it into just a job into work that now you absolutely hate. And there's a great book that I read well over a decade ago called The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. He really goes into this. And again, this is what this book is. That's why I can like honestly speak so highly of it because it's the culmination of everything that I've learned over a decade plus of interacting and reading and interviewing all these individuals. And I just put it right there in one place. Yeah. And you talked about that. This is the beauty of what we, the kind of the overlap that I saw. We, we talk about the brilliance, that thing that you love to do, but then you say you have to match it with your expertise and your skill set. And we say that all the time about finding those skills that are transferable, that will fit, but help you get over the goal, goal line, because there has to be strategy involved in this. It can't just be all passion. So if you were to ask me to sum this book up in one sentence, I would say that's nearly impossible because it's you know, 71,000 words, it's 273 pages, it is 17 very distinct and unique steps to acquire financial freedom and fulfillment. But if you really held my feet to the fire, I would say, listen, the one sentence that I would use to sum this book up is become the number one best solution to a real specific niche problem in this world that you are passionate about 
and that you have expertise and skills in. Now that's a longer run on sentence, but you're asking me in one sentence to Mm -hmm. sum up 71,000 plus words, but that is so the truth. Because if you can look in the mirror and say, I am the number one best solution to this real specific problem that is needed and is not currently being served to the highest potential in this world, and I'm actually passionate about it and can bring value to this, you will win. It's just a matter of when and how much. I love it. And you know, JLD, I love your example, the real life part of your journey where the, where you talk about, you know, people work their booties off when you were the, the daily podcast, but there was another daily podcast and you met up with them somewhere and they just kind of trailed off. They didn't want to keep putting in the work. And then you ended up winning that spot at just because you kept going. It was phenomenal. I loved that moment um, because it was so crazy to me. Like when I saw that podcast launch while I was still deep in my pre-launch phase, like not even close to launching. And it was called like internet profiles or something along those lines. I can still even like picture the logos, like all white with like profiles and black and this cool font. And I was just like, this person beat me to the punch. Like I identified a void in the marketplace that didn't exist And this guy beat me to it. And I listened to his podcast every single day. It was fantastic. There were things that I was like, I would definitely do X, Y, and Z differently, but Mm -hmm. it was, it was exactly essentially what I was looking to do with slightly different variations. And he got to like episode like 27, which was 27 days. And then it just stopped. And like, he never reposted. And that whole time, like I was still behind the scenes, like a couple months away from publishing and, and coming out with my show. And I was just like, what happened to that person? And then like, cause I was just like, this guy's great. He's a good interviewer. He beat me to the punch. Like I I had nothing but respect for him. And then, you know, fast forward, like six months to a year later, you know, I'm the solo, you know, uh, speaker at this conference on the topic of podcasting. You know, there's hundreds of people in the room, entrepreneurs on fire had launched and was, you know, really just, you know, critically acclaimed. I had just won best of iTunes for Apple for the year 2013. And I was, had a lot of momentum. I was starting to monetize and I had, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shows. Um, and, you know, people after my talk were just standing in line one by one by one, just like either telling me, thank you for the show or, you know, like how it had changed them or like, thanks for the talk or whatever. I think I actually, my book was there too, that I just published, which was a very short book I wrote over a weekend called podcast launch, which was just a very basic book on how to launch your podcast. And then this person was standing in front of me. He's like, yeah, John, he's like, I tried doing what you did, you know, back in 2012. And I just couldn't keep up the consistency. And I was like, Oh, like, what's your name? What was your podcast called? And he said it. And I was like, oh my God, this is the individual. And now he's there like looking up admiringly, you know, to me, like as I'm taking the book from him signing after just spoken from stage. And I'm like, bro, you don't even realize like this not only could, this would have been you where I'm standing right now if you had just kept up the consistency. And for whatever reason, he wasn't able to. And, you know, I was, and I've never let go of that first mover advantage since I got it. Because when I launched my podcast, it was the only daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs because he had long since stopped. And so it was just a crazy kind of moment in my time just being like, the only difference between the two of us is that I just didn't quit. I was not better than him at all. I was honestly probably worse when I started. Um, I didn't have, you know, 
a better, bigger platform, but nothing. I think everything about him was probably better when he, when he launched because he had like some background in the industry. And I just was the one that didn't quit. That was it. It's one of my most favorite and, and um, impactful stories of all the ones that you've taught on EO Fire and shared on EO Fire. And it literally, there are so many days where I think of it because I'm like, oh, are you kidding me with this? Are you kidding me with this? And then I'm like, you know, friends are off on vacations and, and I'm like, no, just keep the grit, keep the grit. And then and the, the, the impact of that is huge. And I'm living that right now. I mean, you know, a successful entrepreneur can honestly look back and say, hey, I was willing to work. Yeah. Like nobody was willing to work so that now I can live like nobody's able to live. And, and, and I'm living that right now, 10 years later. I mean, it wasn't overnight, but I literally work one day per week and that can be translated into either four or five days per month. Like I literally have nothing on my calendar except for one day per week. And if I flipped on my, my screen now and showed you, you guys will see 20 interviews today on other shows. Cause guess what? This is my day. So on these days that I'm working, Yes, I'm probably working harder than most people, you know, because I'm committed to that because I couldn't keep this pace up five days a week. So right, I'm right. working unbelievably hard that one day, but I've got to that place now because I was willing to back in 2012 and beyond to work like nobody else was willing to work in my industry on my niche. And so that was, you know, something that's allowed me to now have this, you know, life that I've wanted to create which is working four or five days a week. I'm leaving for Maine in like 10 days, which is where I was born and where all my family is. And I'm going to be, you know, two weeks of nothing while I'm out there. Um, so I'm actually working two days this week just to kind of make up for the zero days I'm working for 14 <laughs> days while I'm in Maine. Um, and that's the flexibility that I have. You know, I, I love the fact that all of this is at the very, very beginning of the book. It's, it's like right off the bat, Look, you, you know, you guys, you can have your passion and all that, but people have to know that the reality of this is there are going to be those days, exactly what, what Kristen was just saying, where we're just like, oh my God, if we have to say the words brilliantly resilient one more time, we're just going <laughs> to jump like in front of a bus. But it, until a million people have heard of it, you don't stop. And, and most people, once that little bit of fire starts to just get dampened a bit because of the stresses of doing something like that, they give up and they stop. There's that expression. They stop three feet from gold, you know, and, and I just love the fact that this is in the beginning of the book. And the one other thing that I want to, I know, I know we got a few, like a minute left here, but one thing that you talked about was you had an idea of success and it wasn't until you heard Albert Einstein of all things, say to you not to try not to you but to said try not to become a person of success but rather a person of value so it goes right back to that idea of being of service and filling a need answering and solving a problem again i like people looking in the mirror and actually talking to themselves you're not a crazy person when you look in the mirror and ask yourself questions so when i say like look in the mirror and ask yourself these questions i'm actually i really mean it like look at yourself and ask yourself like Am I providing value every single day to a unique specific problem that has a real pain point in an area that I'm passionate about and can give value in? And if you can't honestly say yes, and most people won't be able to say yes, that's fine. But my book will show you how you can say yes quicker than not. Because again, it's all about step one, chapter one which is coming up with your big idea. Step two, chapter two, discovering the niche within it. And then of course we move forward into creating the perfect avatar in chapter three and so on and so forth. Um, that's the key. That's the magic is really being able to look in the mirror and saying, I'm producing something of real value 
every single day. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes, 50 minutes. It can be two minutes. It can be a post, you know, it can be a blog. It can be a quote, but what is it of value you're providing to your audience every single day in your specific niche that you can become the best solution to a real problem in? Awesome. There you have it, folks. So we want to make sure everybody goes out and gets the common path to uncommon success. And there's a chance for you to win this in our in our summer reading giveaway. So I'm going to turn it over to Kristen. We'll give you the details for that. And JLD, thank you as always for joining us. Adios, ladies. Thank you so much. Bye. Good stuff. You guys, to get a copy, uh, to potentially win a copy of The Common Path to Uncommon Success, follow Brilliantly Resilient on Instagram. The super fun is, and I'm telling you, it actually is super fun. It's so fun. We're having so much fun in our contest. We'll have a new team member that we'll bring on soon to show you who's behind this contest because we can't even sit here and act like it's us. It's it's too pretty and fun <laughs> and organized and so magnificent. So we will bring her on. But for now, follow Brilliantly Resilient on Instagram. You'll see the different posts with the things. It, it is just blowing up. The one post from last week with, with winning the Dad How Do I book. Oh my gosh, people are tagging each other and it's going full circle. And I'm seeing it in everybody's stories. It has been so much fun. But honestly, all the books on our reading list, which you can get at brilliantlyresilient.net, it's going to be very hard for you to choose how you're spending your summer reading with those, you know, to pick the ones that work. But JLD's book, when I tell you, I mean, I have built businesses and a nonprofit on just his podcast. And I'm like, dude, now you're finally putting it all together in a book for me? <laughs> Going to the beach with me next week. Definitely check out that book. And then here's another fun thing to do. Just Google this, the title of this book and JLD's name, because you're going to see the gajillion podcast, YouTube shows, media interviews. JLD is hooked in with every, every podcast I listen to has, they have interviewed him on this book and they're all entertaining and value packed. That's what he's yeah. all about. And the, and the, as he, as he very graciously says, this is the culmination of three, what, 3000 interviews. So he, he, he shares the fact that yes, he did it, but it's also all of the knowledge that, that he has amassed through talking to all these other people who are just as amazing as he is. Um, and if you are looking to build a business and you know what, even if you're just looking to get some other things in your life, like over your finish line, this is the book to read. I mean, this yeah. is, this is a, it's, it's a, it's a business book. It's got life lessons in it. It's, it's pretty awesome. So as you common can tell, pass to uncommon success, go get it. And then go get the reading list at brilliantlyresilient.net. And we will see you next time for our next featured author and giveaway. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Brilliantly Resilient podcast. Join our Facebook group and follow us on YouTube to be inspired with tools to reset, rise, and reveal your brilliance.